0: it's got some weird friends.
1: I have got the
0: fastest growing dick I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, look at this thing. <laughs> I think your sweetheart's been taking too many diet pills. Here's
1: a chicken sandwich if you want to She should have listened to her sister. Don't pick good all oh, the no way.
0: Because when she and her band get ready to party...
1: Do anything you want to. Go to.
0: It's more than just a great time. I didn't know girls really did this stuff. It's Slumber Party
1: Massacre 2. Now it's time for the fun part. He's in his house somewhere. It's 9 o'clock and I'm ready to rock.
0: My motorcycle's out of hock.
1: Because let's Slumber
0: Party Massacre 2. If you go, don't go all the way. Oh
1: God, anybody got to any eat drinks? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Definitely First Blood. I'm Christopher. And I'm Mitch. And
0: together, we join our powers to become... A horror movie podcast where we talk about horror movies of the seventies the eighties the nineties the early 2000s and rarely today but on occasion we do
1: we do hello hello how are you I am doing very well why how, how the heck are you I'm great thanks for asking <laughs> uh yes yeah. uh been a been a an, an uneventful week it's finally almost almost summer as they keep assuring us yeah. or spring is Despite that the right one the, like well it, it is spring
0: it's almost summer it's almost real spring i don't know this cold weather it's really windy and cold trash garbage i hate
1: it but soon enough soon enough and then we can watch all of our favorite summertime horrors yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: uh we did watch a couple horror movies this mm-hmm. week though uh this past weekend we watched the Silence. Yes. Netflix original. And also The Wind.
1: Another movie.
0: And I said this before we started recording when we mm-hmm. mentioned this
1: Silent Wind, farts. <laughs> 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 so The Silence. Uh, a bunch Kiernan of. Shippa, yeah. Kieran and uh, The guy. Totally spacing on his name for some reason. Stanley Tucci. Yeah.
0: Uh, Miranda Otto. Mm hmm. And. A woman
1: (laughs) who plays her mother. I just always remember Stanley Tucci. It's the killer from The Lovely Bones. Oh, is he the killer in The Lovely Bones? Either that or someone who looks exactly like him. I'm not sure. I have not seen that movie. I'm going to look that up, though. Anyways, uh, The Silence is about uh, underground cave explorers open up a new cave and they release fast-breeding bat. Pterodactyls that kill anything that makes a noise above a whisper. It's
0: basically piranha, right? It's yeah. It's
1: piranha. Oh, what was that one with the
0: sharks with Jason Statham? The uh, Chinese one that was really bad. Oh
1: my God, the Meg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah,
1: it's yeah. like those meets a quiet place. Basically, I don't know. It wasn't very good. I have read the original book that it's based off of. Uh, and really turning it into a movie just highlight highlighted uh, how much they shouldn't have turned it into a movie. How unfilmable it was. They managed, they were wedded to some plot elements, and they completely abandoned others. Uh, and I don't know. I, don't, I didn't. It was a
0: fine movie. It was okay. It so, was very by the, by the numbers. Something
1: I didn't really understand, both in the book and in the movie... If Kieran and Chipka is deaf, how did she says at some point in the movie? We all know how to live in silence, like because they all know sign language. But they talk the whole time. Yeah, and also, just because you can talk with sign language doesn't mean you don't like. What if you fart <laughs> or something, and then it flies at your ass and it bites your ass off? Exactly.
0: Or you accidentally knock something over. I guess the parents would be aware of that. She wouldn't necessarily be aware of that if she like accidentally like smacked
1: something with her backpack or what have you. I do like the message that it sent, which is don't go into caves. Uh, True man's hubris of (laughs) cave entering. Uh, We haven't done a cave horror movie. We should one day
0: soon. Yeah, the cave. Oh, I, we talked about another one that we totally forgot about, but I'm now remembering that it was from the director of The Descent.
1: Oh. oh, What was it? Oh, uh, Hellboy. He directed The Descent. We were talking oh, about Oh, we did Hellboy. not see Hellboy. Okay, yeah, yeah. We have so not seen Hellboy, up. but we were talking about that.
0: Yeah. And I don't think we will be seeing it. No. So that's fine. Based on the rave reviews, it's I'm received. not even like a big all about the original movies i remember enjoying them mm-hmm. um but i think i've talked about this before just like guillermo del toro is not really my my ish
1: a little bit too fantasy for me but whatever yeah that's life the other one we watched the silence nope the wind the wind yes we just talked about the silence
0: very good i really liked it not blake lively did a great job in it it was beautiful it felt like almost like a companion piece to like the witch Yeah, definitely like both American
1: fairy tales
0: sort of. I liked it a lot. I was kind of surprised actually. I was like, oh, this is gonna be probably a crappy movie. I
1: always love it when a movie takes inspiration from artwork. And for me it was pretty obvious that it was referencing Christina's world, which is a very famous painting of like a woman collapsed on the ground looking back at her farm. Oh yeah, you showed that to me. And Oh my gosh, like, it was such an intense reference to that, and then plus, I mean, I've been playing so much Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> and while this was set, like, hundreds a hundred years earlier, it was still, like, it was very interesting. I really liked it. Me too.
0: Yeah. So I would highly recommend that. I don't think uh, The Silence was bad, either. Both very watchable movies. Yeah. Um, I think we watched the silence on like in the middle of the afternoon and it yeah. ended up working and that's like, that's good. really
1: the best place for it like the wind would i definitely recommend seeing theaters
0: i don't think it it oh that's was a in shame. i think it was straight to yeah it, which is how we watched because we also yeah. watched
1: yeah we watched the witch uh again not too long ago and i agree at the with same you. time i think we watched it right after oh okay yeah it well they were great like companion pieces to each other oh so. for sure really enjoyed it would highly recommend yeah. My seal, our far
0: far of approval, <laughs> and today, I was a little up in the air because we are recording this on Monday. We'll record our next one on Monday, mm-hmm. so my birthday is next Tuesday. So the Tuesday after this comes oh. out. So I was like, which one should be my birthday episode? And I decided to go with this one. So, oh my God, happy birthday happy to me!
1: Birthday.
0: And last year when we talked about the first Slumber Party Massacre, mm-hmm. I was so high out of my fucking mind <laughs> that it is hands down the worst episode of our entire podcast. That's a shame because it's a wonderful movie. It truly is, and I felt bad that I did it such an injustice. Okay,
1: well, this time uh, I've taken a bunch of ketamine, (laughs) and I cannot wait to discuss this movie. I don't know that ketamine would be the best option. I'm just kidding. For energy. Get it? It's a hilarious
0: joke. So, of, of course, we're talking about Slumber Party Massacre 2 from 1987. Yeah. Written and directed by Deborah Brock in the tradition of them being written and directed by ladies. It's a Concord picture stars crystal bernard who would go on to be in wings which i kind of remember being a thing when i was very young
1: i think i never watched it
0: wasn't it a thing in the early 90s or maybe it was just something people referenced in the early 90s
1: sure wings beats much too i just
0: i at least remember it being on tv i feel like it was like wings and cheers would like play back to back but that i'm it's highly likely that was just on like a way back playback channel. Yeah. at the time. Cuz also Gilligan's Islands I would watch the Very too. true. And that was way after my Yeah, a little bit. My my time. A couple of years. Also stars Heidi Kozak Haddad who is Friday the 13th Part 7. She plays Sandra and she's also in Society mm-hmm. and she's Sally. Kimberly MacArthur as Amy. She was a playboy playmate she was like miss march oh. 1982 uh she's also in santa barbara which i think a couple of people from movies we've talked about have been on that thing uh, juliet cummins who is in friday the 13th part 5 psycho 3 and deadly dreams which we haven't seen but it is on our list of potential episodes and she plays sheila and then Atanas Illich as the Driller Killer, and he is son of the founder of Little Caesars Pizza, and his family owns the Red Wings and the Detroit Tigers. So,
1: oh, famous Indeed. dynasty, Detroit dynasty,
0: and he's the Driller Killer. Then it also features uh, Joel Hoffman, Eye Candy from. Arobicide. he was one of the weightlifters oh.
1: and also in Slaughterhouse whoa. and he plays TJ whoa <laughs>
0: what a connection and then the always Arobicide. amazing Jennifer Rhodes as Mrs. Bates and she plays Veronica's mom and Heather's the ninja nun in Night of the Demons 2
1: she's Graham's on Charmed amazing mm-hmm. so these people went on to do a lot of things
0: uh it's a mixed bag (laughs) like most of their careers didn't make it past the mid-90s
1: hey neither did mine
0: (laughs) yeah so it opens with some like soft music as the camera moves up the sleeping body of courtney yeah our one of our survivors from slumber party massacre part one uh she's sleeping in a bed with beautiful floral fabrics She's smiling because she's busy dreaming about a boy running shirtless. Ooh, Matt. a real football catcher. The, yeah, <laughs> the object of her affections. And then um, she starts having a vision of the events of the first movie. There is a lot of blood. Her dead mother. oh She screams on a freeze frame for the title. And then uh,
1: that morning... Her mom's making her breakfast. Yeah, we cut to a very balanced breakfast. We got toasts, orange wedges, I'm assuming meat and eggs. Mm -hmm. So all those food groups getting covered right there.
0: She assures Courtney that this is all very normal based on her experiences. Mm -hmm. That um, she's having these weird dreams. And then Courtney runs to her photo album to look at a news article reminding her and us that she survived the first movie yeah she's just, like she's just got to be like it was real <laughs> she leaves to go to school and she finds a dead dove just laying on the sidewalk yeah which is pretty ominous it's been shot so it's bleeding a real real dead dove oh, as well apparently no. it was frozen and then they thought it for the movie oh i wonder if it was
1: in a bag that was marked dead dove in the fridge
0: Then her friend Amy pulls up in her car, and she gets in, and they talk about how weird she is for looking at a dead bird. Yeah. You are
1: so weird sometimes. Not any weirder than you are. That makes you pretty weird, kid.
0: So weird. Oh, also, we should preface this by saying we watched the extended version Mm -hmm. on, like, the Blu-ray that I have, so.
1: I liked it because it would insert the extended scenes at... Subnormal quality levels Yeah,
0: I like when movies do that There was another one we watched recently Where that was the case Oh
1: yeah, I love it It's always for all the bloody scenes and stuff as well That they have to cut out And it looks great Because it inserts this like Nightmarish uh, Mulholland drive sort of aspect to it (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy So Yeah, they talk about
0: how weird she is For looking at a dead bird She's putting on her makeup how her mom gets on her case for her
1: makeup. And then the best song comes on the radio. One of the best songs. Yeah. This movie is filled with great songs. I would have to say, personally it is. speaking. Some of the best songs for... It's like Josie and the Pussycats. Tokyo Convertible, baby. Mm-hmm. I wanna
0: be your, your Tokyo, Tokyo Convertible. I have no idea. What I that wanna means. have
1: fun with you. I just love going through the motions. I just love going through the motions. I wanna be your Tokyo, Tokyo convertible. I wanna
0: have fun with you. I just love going <laughs>
1: with the motions. I just love going through the motions. I wanna be lovely. Japanese.
0: <laughs> wow. Um, and then Dreamboat McGee, Mr. Matt, pulls up alongside them, and Amy invites him to their band practice. Yeah. Come on, watch our band practice. Friends Great invitation. Also, learn that they're planning on going to Sheila, another girl in the band's condo that weekend. But Courtney still hasn't asked her mom.
1: Uh oh, she's putting it off because her mom is uh, distant.
0: Cut to the band and one of our uh, top half finishes in our music extravaganza. Such a good song. Came in somewhere around 8th place. Was in the semifinals. Lost to Nightmare by Tuesday night to move on until the the final brackets. A real
1: shame because this is a great song. This is like the most 80s movie sequence outside of ferris bueller 100p they look fucking fantastic they are singing they are dancing they are in this garage rocking out to a song that should be on the radio now
0: The band is Sheila, the singer, and the rich one, Would you know because later she asked for a Perrier. Oh yeah. Very true. Um, and then you have Sally, the drummer, with the best fashion of them all, I, I would personally yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And then Amy and Courtney doing harmonies and playing bass, I assume. I think Amy plays the bass. And Courtney's just like guitar? I have no idea. All instruments look the same to me. <laughs> and despite her not being the lead
1: singer, Courtney um, is in the middle of the whole Oh, yeah. Sitch. She's shooping and doo and all that <laughs> stuff. And Matt pulls up, so he gets his own private show.
0: Gets to watch them do some sort of like Robert Palmery dance. Oh, yeah, like dance. swaying back uh, and yeah, forth like and in Two-step in.
1: It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh he grooves out while watching them he fucking loves it he's living and then one of them's like i'm gonna go get drinks uh can i have a slice perrier please (laughs) it's great product placement
0: Uh, so the two lovebirds in waiting here Mm -hmm. go around the house and courtney invites him along for the weekend. And then he calls them naughty girls because there's going to be no parents there.
1: Uh-oh, uh-oh. And then he kisses her in standard definition. You must be thinking of other girls. No, I'm thinking of you.
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh, mm. And the way that the camera focuses in on him on these scenes is very interesting. He's like perfectly centered and yeah. the lighting is weird. It's like uh, like earnesty.
1: Like, like um, like the romantic kiss in like a soap opera. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. And then Judy's... she's like, Sunday's my birthday. I'll walk you back to your car. <laughs> and she does. She kisses him and sends him on his way. That night while Courtney has dinner with her mom. Does she
0: have dinner with her mom? Some sort of disgusting looking stew or curry or something. She's
1: mainly just pushing around this lumpy brownness around the plate, which they... I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, why don't we just add extra scenes so that when the (laughs) producer is like, you have to cut cut some stuff, we'll be like, oh, no, not the scenes of her moving around this mush with her fork. Huge chalices of milk. Milk in a chalice. It's very awkward. And they barely talk
0: until Cordy brings up Sheila's dad's condo. And she tries to ask if she could go, but Mm then mom just cuts her off to tell her about Valerie. We should visit your sister this weekend. She's uh, talking again, and they'll go up to see her on the weekend instead. Mm-hmm. Then Courtney finally asks about the condo because they need to practice for the dance. It's a really important mom. And like you were saying, in the extended cut, there's lots and lots of shots of her just moving the food around. It's but pretty gross. I think with that stuff, they probably could have been a little bit more discerning with what they included on the extended
1: how else am I supposed to write my PhD thesis on food and film? <laughs> oh boy. Um yeah. So she's cleaning up the plates and dishes the two dishes, the two chalices of well, her mom was drinking water, I noticed, not milk, because she's not a disgusting person, despite <laughs> her ten thousand yard stare. But uh she Courtney drops one of the plates and chatters. And then she's like, oh, no, I'll clean it up. And she starts crying because she's so verklempt. <laughs> it's her birthday weekend, and she doesn't want to go to a mental hospital. And her mom forgot that it was her birthday. Oh. Ouch. It's Sunday's my birthday, and I don't want to go to a mental hospital. Oh, honey. I forgot it was your birthday. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, honey.
0: So she ends up telling her mom on the whole idea yeah. by being like, Uh, Oh, they're great, except they're a little strict when her mom asks about Sheila's parents. (laughs) Ha
1: ha ha. If only she knew. Good save. Uh, So she, later that night, uh, she's in bed talking to Matt on the phone. Oh yeah, he's in some sort of neon hellscape wearing like no clothes. Yeah, there's sports all over the wall as well. How you know he's a boy. And how you know she's a girl is that her lamp is also a pink teddy bear. (laughs) At the same time. Her mom starts ragging on her because it's 11.30 or
0: something. It's a school night also. So she has to get off of the phone. And uh, then she has more prophetic dreams of Matt being topless with a football. Catch that football. Visions of her and the girls driving to the condo. Mm-hmm couple shots of the driller killer strumming his guitar running
1: through the hallway herself
0: hiding under the bed some real cassandra shit severed hand falling on the ground she wakes up and puts headphones on to flip through vogue Mm -hmm. she's an interesting counterpoint to her because she's very like non-sexual in this movie yeah and then the the first one she was like looking at playgirl and shit
1: oh good talking all about dongs yeah hmm it must, suck, it must have sucked to have been back then when you couldn't just text your friends or surf on the internet. And you had porn, to, all the oh, I've just got this magazine to look at. <laughs> like, oh, I had a nightmare. I can only listen to my cassette tape and whatever is in this Vogue magazine. And then
0: she falls asleep in the dreams start again. Uh-oh. She sees Valerie in the mental hospital running down the hall screaming for her help. <laughs>
1: Don't go all the way.
0: And then she's like hiding under her bed while the driller killer dances around. She warns Courtney not to go all the way.
1: Yeah, don't think of him.
0: And then she gets killed. Yeah. And we see the Driller Killer's face for the first time.
1: Rock and roll never dies, baby.
0: So in the uncut version, she gets up and takes some of her posters down. Yeah. Which includes one of uh, Atanas, the actor who's playing the Driller Killer. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: And then there's a scene of Matt coming to pick her up for school and her mom watching
1: unexpected
0: and then another set of driller killer dreams and then it's sunday and she's leaving to go with the girls
1: yeah it was strange
0: it was very strange and again i feel like they could have put a little bit more effort into Smooting narrative story time yeah, with yeah. some of these deleted scenes yeah, oh well um, they have a great time amping themselves up for the weekend
1: Oh yeah. They are having the best time. I thought it was interesting that right after she's having all these bad dreams really Killer also. Leather pants, uh leather uh biker jacket biker jacket with beautiful fringe on it, on the arms, on the back. Total babe. Yeah, total total babe. I don't know if that's what they were going for in this, but I was like Oh, it totally is, I yeah. would think for sure yeah definitely i would have a poster on him of him on my wall if i was an 80s <laughs> so uh i lost my point there so we see the killer has all this fringe on him and when she leaves the house to join her friends she's wearing fringe as well on her shirt her shirt has fringe over her chest. oh yeah uh-oh. uh-oh she's being
0: corrupted uh-oh. through fashion yeah just like reading the vogue
1: magazine all these fringe ideas. Uh, that, yeah. uh, All right. Amy, you, Sheila, come on down. It's the ultimate slumber party weekend, and you girls—just one,
0: two days and two nights of no parents, do anything you want to. Good times
1: on the slumber party weekend. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, this is gonna be so fun. Woo, so fun. <laughs>
0: Um, Sheila starts talking about college, and she asks Courtney where Valerie goes, Mm -hmm. and then she and Amy sort of exchange glances before Courtney lies, so we know that for sure Amy and Courtney are, like, much closer, and she obviously knows that Valerie's in a mental hospital. Mm -hmm. Where does she say Valerie is humbled? Something like that, I think it's humbled. Um, Then she spaces out while looking at the road and has more visions. Yep. They stop at a store, and Courtney sees Valerie come up to the window of the car and throw herself on it. Her throat's been sliced. And then she screams and Ah. wakes up and
1: talks to Sally about it. Oh, no. Briefly. Sally's like, oh, I know exactly what you mean. I'm, uh, I'm
0: the extended cut really focuses on a lot of these driving scenes, too.
1: Yeah, long driving scenes.
0: But they finally get to the condo, which mm-hmm. is in a new housing development. 90s. And nobody lives there.
1: 80s suburban fantasy. Oh,
0: totally disgusting. Late 80s. Like a Dixie Cup come to life. Beautiful sort of in
1: retrospect, thing. but wow, wow, um when they're driving there, they're yeah. in a wood panelled station wagon, and they have like later we see them with like five ginormous amps in mm. the house, so they have this box for all the amps on the roof of the station wagon that literally doubles the height of the station wagon It's huge it's the biggest thing I've ever seen on <laughs> any car, apparently, they did all of these.
0: Uh, driving scenes on, like, without permits.
1: Interesting. Yeah, so they shouldn't have even been Ooh. doing them. Right? Playing fast and loose when you're making movies for Hollywood. <laughs> um,
0: they finally get to the condo. Mm-hmm. They find Sheila's brother's sex
1: doll. Oh, yeah, her inflatable sex homunculus that he's just left in bed like he's tucked it in, like he killed it. I have never seen a sex doll in real
0: life. Ever.
1: Uh, I have own okay At my old work, I used to work With a lot of students, and Uh, someone had a sex doll? In the very early days Before they put a kibosh on it The teams of, like, volunteers Would have sex dolls that they would dress up So there was, like, a dude with a Handlebar mustache Were they, like, team. these ones, like, inflatable ones? Or oh, were yeah. they, like, real dolls? And another, another team had, like, an inflatable sh- Fuck sheep Gross. It was so gross. They would put it on a stick and then they would be like carrying it around like it was on a pike. Truly bizarre. Yeah. It was. And very gross. And like (laughs) the idea that her brother uh, oh, you know, I'm just stopping by the new condo to crank it out on this sex vinyl. She calls him a pervert a couple of times.
0: So it runs in the family. Uh uh Um... And then they
1: break into Sheila's dad's booze closet. Yeah. Some people have wine cellars. My dad has a booze closet. And they each get their own bottle of champagne. Yeah. Full-size bottle of champagne.
0: Quite the smorgasbord of snacks laid out too, including easy cheese, kettle chips. Corn dogs. Uh, corn dogs. Ridiculous amount of Champagne. There's a really cute scene on the extended cut. Now, mm-hmm. this one I really liked <laughs> where Sally's talking about a guy getting puked on. She tells like this whole story Yeah, she's about
1: wasted it. she's telling a story about the time someone puked on Mark. <laughs> so, he's like just running as fast as he could through the desk, just trying to get to the bathroom as soon as he can. <laughs> and he's got his hand over his mouth like jamming through the
0: desk. And he finally like runs down the hall, he gets to the bathroom. And Mark, who was in the bathroom, just at that very, very second,
1: he, um, <laughs> he opens the bathroom door up. And Bobby can't hold it anymore. And he lets down his hand and he goes, Bwah!
0: all over. Mark,
1: oh. <laughs> it it was all over him. I mean, it, this is
0: gag all I mean This has got to be the grossest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> all
1: over him. Oh, yes. This is fantastic.
0: They're watching Rock and Roll High School mm-hmm. on TV, and then their jam starts.
1: I love this song. Turn it up.
0: And they start sexy dancing all over the place she box and
1: lamp pretty D- much this reminded me so much of because we have just watched all those witch related movies yes of uh of Sus- the new Suspiria and uh the witch when they're like gesticulating and everything was yeah. like carnal dances <laughs> yeah I really liked it it was good
0: that was cute Mhm. That's one thing I really like about the Slumber Party Massacres, and I think it comes from like them being written and directed by women, is that the female friendships in it seem like...
1: They're talking about more than just boys.
0: Yeah, and they're genuine. It seems genuine. Like It seems like they're just having fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. They're being silly and weird and dancing and whatever.
0: And then the two boys, Jeff and TJ, arrive mm. unannounced... They try ringing the bell, but the girls can't hear due to their uh, synchronized dancing. Yeah, so they go around the side and decide we're going to look in the window. Then Sheila starts spraying the girls with champagne. Which is
1: wild. To do in your parents' (laughs) brand new house, you're just going to, oh, champagne all over the place, all over this beautiful pink carpet. It seems like money doesn't seem to be
0: a problem with them.
1: Yeah, I guess because they also, like, Bust open a whole bunch of pillows and everything. And yeah. there's, it is a mess. There's mess everywhere. I hated it.
0: Sally takes her top off too, but stays in her bra. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the boys are watching them from outside, as happens in, I think, every Summer Party Massacre yeah. movie. Um, and they had a good line. I didn't know girls really did this stuff. We're dead. This is heaven. They, like, slow-mo dance while feathers fall over mm-hmm. the place. Cascading down on them
1: uh, The girls hear something
0: Is the back door
1: unlocked? Oh my god go check it out
0: So Sheila goes to check the kitchen Mm -hmm. And she's holding one of the Champagne bottles and when she wants to turn it into a weapon, she just turns it upside down and like dumps the rest of yeah, the champagne all notes. over the floor. It was
1: so good. It was so good. I was like, yeah, you use that as a weapon.
0: You're damn right you do. And then out pops TJ and he tackles her to the ground and scares her. And holds her wrists. Yeah, like and straddles her.
1: Like TJ is a real... He's a dick. He is a big dick. doesn't understand how anything that he's doing could be perceived as being... I don't know, terrifying. Boys
0: will be boys. He's pretty much the personification of boys will be boys. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I also thought he was pretty cute in yeah, a weird, dirty Mr. way. Mr. Hoffman, yeah. he,
0: he's eye candy, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night, Courtney's trying to sleep, but... TJ and Sheila are having very loud sex.
1: Are they having sex or are they having doing some sort of magical ritual? <laughs> it could be either really. Who is this loud when they're having sex with people on the other side of the I don't know. I know I I'm, I know.
0: scream when I have sex. Mm-hmm.
1: And I pray a lot.
0: She Well she asked Sally if they're always that loud yeah. and mm-hmm. I liked Sally's explanation mm-hmm. of it where she's like the more they do it the louder they get. Practice makes perfect
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: So Courtney ends up falling asleep again And envisions Matt Laying beside her And she starts kissing him but, but then It's the driller killer instead All of a sudden what She screams and gets out of bed Where Valerie's body is on the floor You killed Valerie Valerie
1: Oh I've had Valerie I'm tired of Valerie. I just want to make love to you.
0: And he tells her that he wants to get it on with her because he's tired
1: of Valerie. (laughs) Hey, baby! Love the one you win! Mm. win, win. And then she wakes up and she's on the kitchen floor. And uh, then they have a pool party? Yeah. Where Courtney
0: tells Amy about all of the dreams that she's having. Mm. But Amy says it's subconscious projection never brought up again never just like drop there i read a doctor's article once
1: you know i read a doctor's report once about something called subconscious projection you kissed me and it was real it's the kind of dream you have when you drink too much yeah you know
0: sounds like maybe it could be subconscious projection and uh, she says it's probably just a result of all the drinking and that Courtney should just have some juice.
1: Yeah. Uh, tomato juice, I believe, is what they're having. Mm.
0: Makes me think of Caesars. Yeah. I When we were oh. in the liquor store the other day, I wanted a Caesar so bad. Let's
1: do that this weekend.
0: Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. It's a date, baby. Sounds good. So. Uh, uh, Courtney has a headache. Yeah. So Joel offers to help her out with the headache. Sorry if you can hear snorting behind us, by the way. We have a sleeping dog yeah. right behind our backs, and she is a snorer. She so. demands to be part of the recording. <laughs> um. Anyway, so TJ offers to help Gordy with her headache, and then he's essentially just a giant creep to her. He, like, bear hugs her, sort of, and then pushes yeah, he, her into the he, water. He, like, is massaging her neck to help, and then, like, her her forehead and stuff. Uh... And then he's like, gross, rubbing up on, up all on her, mm-hmm. despite every one of his friends yelling at him to stop the L- whole time. All
1: of them. How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Oh Lord, heal this thigh, poor lamb in her TJ. hour of need. TJ, Satisfy
0: this way TJ, stop it. Give her TJ. What she no, she wants. TJ, <laughs> Come hair hair hair. Oh, hair not down. Oh,
1: your hand off oh, no,
0: And then he pushes her in the water where she has a couple more visions before uh, Jeff jumps in to help her.
1: Yeah, and it looks like she's, like, drowning at the bottom of the pool. (laughs) She's just sitting down there. (laughs) Just sitting down there. Uh, And then uh, everyone's like, oh, TJ, you jerk. Yeah, big butt. He had been manhandling the sex doll all Mm -hmm. morning as well. Weird. Weird.
0: Later, Sally wakes Courtney up and they talk about how Sally's turning into one big
1: pimple. Oh, I felt so bad this morning. I wanted to go home. I can totally relate.
0: I've wanted to go home myself this whole entire day. I mean, my face is turning into one big pimple. It's really embarrassing. Sally, I don't see a thing. Oh, you may not see it, but it's there. There's one. It's just lurking just below the surface.
1: Sally's whole thing... Courtney's like, I've just been feeling so... Whatever Courtney says, she's like, oh, yeah, me too. I know exactly what you're feeling (laughs) every time. It's so funny. Uh, The two of
0: them go out to have lunch with the boys, Mm -hmm. with Pepsi, of course, product placement. Of course. They talk about... Oh, yeah. So Sally's brought this book... About like hot, wet, and wild. Is Mm -hmm. that what it's called or something? It's a yellow jacket. So it's like an erotic novel. Apparently. And they talk about this book a couple times throughout the movie. And um, except this time there's a goof that I noticed. Oh, yeah? Because in the car when she's first talking about it, Sally says that she got it from her brother under his mattress. And then this time, Sheila says Sally got it from her dad.
1: I bet she actually got it from her mom. (laughs) Probably true. So Sheila's reading it and then TJ is like, What are you reading? And then he's like poorly reading it, which was a choice. Uh adorable. <laughs> he can't read very well. He's just a goof.
0: Courtney goes to take a bite of her burger, but mm. it's a hand. Oh no. bloody hand on there. Mm, ah.
1: That's not what I ordered.
0: It's just a hallucination though. Oh
1: thank God. So it's she gets a chicken weird. sandwich instead.
0: Yeah, Amy is nice enough to give her a chicken sandwich. They girls do more practicing mm-hmm. with their another song that yeah. was very good called Why. <laughs>
1: they're giving the boys a two-person show as i said five humongous amps (laughs) the boys are really into it yeah tj is doing awesome dancing eventually (laughs) he loves it there's some interstitials of them like
0: frolicking just having a good time cool shenanigans amy and jeff washing a car why courtney pining over a picture of matt kissing it tj seduces sheila by reading to her from the book
1: yeah and then he's doing some dance jumping in real life so it seems like this is a very monumental weekend for our crew here (laughs) two days
0: and two nights with no parents
1: whoa
0: Courtney goes to the kitchen, she opens the fridge, and a chicken jumps out at her. It's got brown goo coming out of its neck. Starts bleeding, This is
1: what you get for eating my brother in that sandwich, you jackass. (laughs) Yeah.
0: She goes and gets Amy and Jeff, but when they come back, it's just a regular old chicken on On the floor. On the
1: floor with broken glass. Uh Uh-oh.
0: And they clean it up, and Amy tells Courtney that she should go take a bath to relax. Yeah. uh And then we
1: get... No, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, so throughout this scene, the microwave oven is directly behind them. Okay. It is huge. <laughs> it's like the size of like an infant's crib. Well, the 80s weren't really known for their subtleties. I know, but wow. Like It was like if you
0: wanted to cook a whole fucking turkey. Did you ever have a microwave oven like that?
1: Uh, my parents always had a microwave oven that was above the stove, like a range hood. Mm-hmm uh so it was always big but it was never that gigantic like this this one is truly huge (laughs) okay
0: and question Mm -hmm. is a mic are we talking about a microwave oven or like a toaster oven
1: a microwave oven so like a
0: regular microwave
1: it spins around and it goes "Hmm."
0: so like every microwave that people have yeah but it's just huge yeah okay For some reason, my mind immediately went toaster oven.
1: No, I never, I have never, and let me just say this categorically, right now, for (laughs) the fans and for you, I have never had a toaster oven. Me neither, but I'm sorry for bringing it up. That's fine. Because we we just talked in a whole circle. We can be open and honest and clarify about our Our... history of appliance ownership. (laughs) That's the community that we're building here, folks. Okay?
0: Microwaves or toaster ovens? Just sound off in the comments below. So, sugar daddies. <laughs> yeah. Sally's song about her sugar daddy, Pie in the Sky.
1: I want a silver caddy with a land out top. I want a sugar daddy with a candy shop. I want a lot of things that a money can't buy. But what I want most is a pie in the sky. What I want most is a pie in the sky.
0: I want a sugar daddy with a... Something, something. Candy shop. He's got
1: a candy shop. Oh, yeah.
0: Which makes sense because of the sugar. Yeah. And this is going to be her big song that's going to make them all famous in movies and music videos. She's
1: snapping her finger. She's writing and snapping and writing. (laughs) She's having a great time.
0: Courtney goes to bathe Mm -hmm. and she hears TJ and Sheila fucking again. Mm -hmm. And things do not go great for her in the bath.
1: Uh no, she hears the driller killer's laugh and then the bathwater turns into boiling blood that goes over the side of the tub and everywhere. It looks actually pretty good. It does. Yeah.
0: I thought it was a spooky scene. Over that
1: white porcelain.
0: Mm. And she runs out and then the blood starts exploding and pooling at her feet.
1: And that was cut from the the which is such a shame because like it's all on the carpet. It was like the shining. Oh yeah. It was good. Yeah, I liked it.
0: She runs to go get Sally so that the two of them can check. Mm-hmm. But when they get there, Sally's just sort of pissed off because it's just a regular old overflowing bath. Ugh,
1: what were you doing? Mm.
0: And then it is the amazing zit
1: explosion. Yeah. scene. So Sally's like, no, uh, again, I know exactly how you're feeling because of my giant zit that's not there. Courtney, what is the matter with you?
0: <laughs> Come on, I'm your friend. Talk to me. Hey, are you on drugs or something? Oh, God. I wish I was, Sally. I mean, so many weird things are happening to me.
1: Hey. <laughs> hey, I know what you mean. I, the weirdest things are happening to my face. I mean, I have got the fastest
0: growing zit I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, look at this thing. I mean, is this the grossest thing you've ever seen? I should go get some more oxygen. I mean, it hurts like hell. <laughs> and it just... Like, as Courtney's looking at her, it grows and then explodes into pus.
1: All over Courtney. All
0: over Courtney. And I thought that she did a good job acting. Like, she looked like she was actually going to throw up. Mm-hmm. But it would be gross to get that goo thrown on you anyway. It would so. probably
1: smell bad and I think someone in your mouth. So I'd, it's perfect.
0: I don't do well with sticky goos. Like, if you put honey on me, I would probably throw up. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was a sticky goo. Promise not to do that. Thanks. You're welcome. So she runs back downstairs, and they never really fully explain how this works. Yeah. And runs uh, right into Matt, who has arrived.
1: And she's like, oh, and she's she, upstairs. She's, she's dead. dead. <laughs> oh, no.
0: oh. So all of the, the dudes go investigate, but obviously there isn't anything. TJ says that he thinks Courtney took too many diet pills.
1: Yikes.
0: Which, all right. would this have been in the age of ephedrine?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, someone asked for uh, tranquilizers later. Yeah, Sheila. So it's like perfect. This perfect mix of just everything is up in the air.
0: Uh, I remember once upon a time, many years ago, I took hydroxycut. Oh, that must before they changed the formula in Canada. Yeah, and it was honestly like doing cocaine. It was insane. Good. Yeah. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> it's like drinking a million coffees or something. Mm, it was so good. absolutely wild. Courtney insists that she isn't crazy. Yeah. And uh, Sheila says that Sally's missing.
1: They can't find her anywhere.
0: And the cars are still there. So at they definitely know she didn't go to the store, like TJ suggests. Yeah,
1: TJ's like, she's ruining my weekend. <laughs> like, fuck. First of all, is she? You've been fucking most of this weekend.
0: And maybe just maybe, there's a psycho running around. Oh
1: no, Sheila, why would you say that?
0: And Matt decides he's going to call the cops, Mm. and then when they all get up to leave the room, they hear the trash compactor start grinding.
1: It's breaking something
0: up. And it's been on
1: since they got in there. Ah! Ah! So
0: they assume that that's where
1: Sally is. is. Yeah, so cut to, the two cops are there yucking it up, being like, You dumb kids. If I have to come back here, I'll kill you myself, you jerk, dumb idiots. The kids didn't even bother checking
0: because they were too scared to see if there was a body inside, which would make sense because I don't think I would either.
1: I wouldn't want to see it either. Uh, I mean, I guess you could just open it a little bit and if blood came out, you could be like, oh no. True. But they're probably not thinking straight at the time.
0: Also, good use of a... Trash compactor. Normally, everyone just goes for the Yeah in these movies. Um,
1: can you imagine how hard it would be to fucking shred a whole human body through a carburetor? Difficult. Don't, I don't even know how you'd get the head in there.
0: <laughs> and then Sally walks in. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, hey, guys. I was just uh, getting more peroxide for my f- face. She was
0: getting oxy-10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she met an outrageous guy who was a
1: total babe. And then Officer Kruger. Uh-huh. Super condescending.
0: Yeah, they all get um, horror movie names in this. They yeah. even like uh, retroactively changed Trisha's name from the first movie mm-hmm. from Devereaux to Craven. Craven. Yeah. And then like Sally's name is Sally Burns. Sally mm. was the girl who survived Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And Marilyn Burns was the actress who played her. I see. And then it's Courtney Bates, like the Bates Hotel.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> hmm, hmm. Hmm. So, uh, the police officers leave to go to Denny's and basically say, we're not coming back here no matter what. Uh, and then uh, Matt and what happens? Everyone else leaves. Yeah, th- and then Matt and Courtney decide to eat in bed.
0: Yeah. The other uh, teens go for dinner. They tell them that they're going to leave. But Matt stays with courtney
1: maybe they go to denny's too
0: they all go to denny's (laughs) and they i I assume had like dinner in bed Mm -hmm. it shows like a cute little tray or something in there and then matt brings her in a cake yeah because it's her birthday aren't you gonna make a wish i just want to look at it first it's so beautiful i already got my wish and then she starts crying again yeah and Matt tells her that he knows what happened to her when she was younger, because his parents are real good pals with Trisha's parents. Yeah, and uh, he's being very supportive he throughout exactly. the whole movie. Yeah, he's very good, despite looking like a teacher that they would probably yes, have. Yes,
1: he does look like a teacher. That's funny.
0: He's very tan. Yeah. Uh, So they start mm smooching just as the rest of the crew gets home and they get all rowdy with the instruments.
1: Yeah, they are just making noise. Uh, They don't even know what they're doing on them. It's calamity.
0: (laughs) Things start getting hot and heavy and Courtney starts undoing buttons on Matt's top. He starts kissing her neck. Mm -hmm. She starts to tell him she's never done it before. And that's when she sees the driller killer and he drills right through Matt's chest and
1: rips his arm off. It's very gruesome. The drill has bits of gore stuck in it that's going everywhere. Also, the drill, for those of you who haven't seen this beautiful movie, uh, the drill is connected to the other end that's his guitar. Yeah,
0: I love the drill of this one. Me too. It's like huge, gaudy, satanic looking guitar. The
1: guitar is as big as a coffee table. It's huge. It's gigantic. It's apparently beautiful.
0: like he broke one of them, the actor, Ooh, when he was practicing.
1: Oh no, that sucks.
0: Yeah, because he, he,
1: he does like
0: little twirls around him
1: and stuff. A lot of little and twirls. And it like fell or oh, something. No. Sad. Uh, but whatever. The arm flies across the room and extinguishes all the candles on the cake. <laughs> Just like the arm sandwich that she had envisioned. Oh no. Uh, um and, and she
0: runs down the stairs. Yeah, she, first she's like, you're not real. It's all a dream, mm-hmm. but it's real this time. Because when she gets to the bottom of the stairs, you see she's covered blood in, in blood. real blood. TJ, and then, the, yeah, the killer is right behind her. TJ tries to be all tough, but then he gets drilled in the leg. Yeah, He and Sheila run out the front door. Courtney, Jeff, and Amy run to the kitchen to get to the phone, but Sally gets... Cornered and stuck behind her drums.
1: Yeah, she's and she's frozen in fear. The killer drills straight through her heart, through the wall, and into the phone on that the other they're, side. They're using in the oh other room. no, why do they all have to be courted?
0: <sighs> uh, Sheila and TJ are running down the road. They try and stop a car, but it won't stop. Amy, Courtney, and Jeff mm-hmm. are outside. At this point. They're making a plan. But, unfortunately for them, the car keys are inside. Oh, no.
1: And the killer's inside, too, also. Never good. So, Jeff... And
0: and they don't know for sure that Sally's dead. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> Jeff is like, okay, I'll go in and get the keys. And he just crouches his way inside. Uh, the keys have what looks to be a pair of dentures attached to them.
0: Honestly, there's so many places to hide in this whole suburb zone. Yeah, this giant housing I don't complex. think I would go back inside. Plus, all three of them don't really need to go back inside. No, but they all do. They find Sally's mm-hmm. dead body. And instead of going through the door that they came in,
1: yeah, they, run they out the front go door. through the
0: whole house to the front door.
1: So strange.
0: Um, they run out to the car and they get in it. It won't start initially, but then it finally does. One of those old things. Yeah. They pull out and drive off, and unfortunately for them they're all in the front seat, which is never a good thing, because now you just know someone's gonna be in the
1: back. And it's the killer, and he dry- drives the thing through the seat and he gets Jeff to death.
0: Yep, and he has a cute rose behind his ear. Oh that's in the cute. scene
1: too, the killer. Very romantic.
0: And yeah. Amy and Courtney run back to the house for some reason Mm -hmm. instead of going to literally any other house. TJ isn't doing too great. And Sheila is
1: trying to save his life for way more than he's worth. Yeah. They Uh, uh, see some lights from one of the other houses. The only other occupied house, number four. And they're listening to very loud classical music.
0: They run to it and start banging for help when the driller killer starts coming for him. She was wearing this like uh Jackson Pollock dress as yeah. well. where It's like all primary paint splats oh, like all over her. I thought it worked well with like the blood stains and everything. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for them, I feel like I'm saying unfortunately a lot, but they try and run, but she gets slashed in the arm with yeah. the drill. And, and then, then they then, get
1: separated.
0: And Jeff bites the big one.
1: Yeah. So now he's gone. Drilled to death And then the snooty neighbor Finally opens his door And he's like Ugh Damn kids He's
0: credited as Mr. Damn kids In the credits oh, and that's it's, great He's the assistant director
1: Hilarious They finally find Another phone Upstairs And So they barricaded the door Very reminiscent Of Slumber
0: Party Massacre it's 1 Very reminiscent Using the, the dresser to do it
1: mm-hmm. And uh, They're calling But who should pick up but Officer Kruger again and he's like Meh meh me, meh meh You kids, don't call anymore. You wasted two hundred dollars of the taxpayers' <laughs> time already.
0: Sheila makes it back to the condo, but she is bleeding an awful lot. Her arm does not look very good. No, it does not. So she runs inside and starts screaming, while leaving a trail of blood, much like Brinka Stevens in the first one. That yeah. happens a couple times hey, throughout this gotta. this guy. You gotta and they, they hear the Driller Killer from downstairs. Mm-hmm. So Courtney shuts the lights off. And Mr. Driller Killer breaks the fourth wall. And he looks at us and he says, Now it's time for the fun part. And he does a full
1: musical number. I love the jammer to the floor. Let me twice, five, I like my sound Let's go <laughs> <first>. Let's <laughs> <Best> buy <laughs> I got a rather large amount In a Swiss bank account I got a penthouse at the Ritz I bought it with my. Let's dance. Let's dance. Yeah. and it really worked for me rockabilly dancing yeah me too man very sexy yeah he turns on the fancy lights there's a smoke machine as well uh and it's really good
0: the whole time Sheila's trying to get into the the bedroom but they think it's just the killer like the yeah the handle keeps jiggling mm-hmm. and they finally decide to let her in when she's like it's sheila i'm finally telling you <laughs> but obviously it's too late i felt like Juliet cummins did a really good job acting during mm-hmm. the scene like she looked really rough and scared oh yeah the girls can hear him out there encroaching upon her so they decide they can't let her in and they Put the dresser back in front of the door. There's
1: nothing they could do at
0: that point. No, Oh, no. And then she gets killed, which is kind of sad. But whatever. Then the drill comes through the door, and he starts drilling a bunch of holes through the door, actually.
1: Smoke and light pours in, and it looks very uh, choreographed.
0: Amy and Courtney go out. The window mm-hmm. onto the roof and make a break for it and i actually really like the idea of escaping on roofs.
1: me too and i was thinking about this you don't really see a lot of it or at least for that extended amount of time and tracking shots mm-hmm. in movies like this oh but no they, not are at re- all. they are running through that half completed subdivision on the roofs uh, like parkouring over spanish style stucco <laughs> and stuff it was pretty funny
0: they end up back on the ground, and then they run into Mr. Driller He's around every corner. He swings at Amy and cuts her face ouch, but ends up hitting the cement wall. They run into a house that's like just being framed mm-hmm. framed up, which was apparently a lumber yard. oh, interesting, <laughs> and uh Amy gets slashed again across the back,
1: yep. They're just running around this half-framed house.
0: They run upstairs while the driller lurks menacingly Mm -hmm. before he sees the blood dripping, which gives away their location again. Mm -hmm. And then he starts drilling up through the floor.
1: And while the girls are running away, I think, uh, Amy falls out of the house.
0: She does. From the
1: second story, or third story. And Courtney
0: tries to help her, but then the driller comes behind her and swings this thing. So she has to let go. Yeah, And then Amy falls to her death. And I felt so bad. Poor Amy. Poor Amy. Well, I guess it's not confirmed that she died.
1: That's true. (laughs) I also think uh, she probably could have gotten down if she had her wits about her.
0: Oh, for sure. Courtney is as expected, the last girl standing Mm -hmm. and she continues the cat and mouse for a little bit running through this dark, House.
1: Not a lot of life or death chases set to rockabilly music.
0: She's having lots of visions of her friends dying Mm -hmm. while the
1: driller watches from behind. Yeah, and it lets her reflect on where she's been, where she's at, where she's going. Where she broke my heart, it made me cry. So don't you know she had to die? She had to die.
0: Rude. And she runs onto the roof again, a little mm. more precarious this time with the construction yeah. zone. And then she finds a welding thing. Yeah. A welding torch. An
1: arc welder with a sparker thing, which I remember from the sparkers anyways, from uh high school chemistry classes. That's what we would use to oh, turn nice. on the Bunsen burners. I and they don't were just remember. everywhere. So uh like they would be there even when we weren't doing experiments and mm-hmm. people would just be playing with them. Like, sending these big white phosphorus sparks off onto the floor. Yeah. Man. Fun I don't know, I never
0: really got to use those, because I only took chemistry very briefly Mm -hmm. when I decided it was not going to be for me. Well,
1: let me tell you, you weren't missing anything. No, I guess not. (laughs) So, uh, she sparks it up, and then sparks him up. And he immediately bursts into flame. She gets
0: all crazy in the eyes and starts
1: laughing maniacally, yep. very reminiscent mm-hmm. of him. Uh-oh.
0: And he goes up in flames and he falls. Great. So,
1: uh, cut to the morning. sun rises, police sirens. People are taking away the bodies. And uh, for some reason, Courtney is like, wait a minute, let me look at Amy's body once again. And when she lifts the face, the cover off her face. Amy's eyes shoot open. She starts laughing. Just like the the killer's killer's voice. (sighs) But then
0: she's in bed with Matt. Oh, it was all just a dream. And she starts kissing him. But then the driller's arm comes up with with his cute glove. And then he tells her that he loves her. She screams. She wakes up again. This time she's in the hospital. As the drill comes up through the floor. And she's still screaming. The end.
1: The end.
0: I really like this movie. I know obviously it's why it's like my birthday. The Slumber Party series is my favorite series. Yes.
1: This was such a good movie.
0: It's so even if the ending's weird. Yeah. That I love it so much. I think I like the third one. I don't know. I like them all equally. I'm really excited for when we talk about the third one because I really like the third one. Good. It's, like, much more back with, like, the straight-up mm-hmm. slasher roots. Except it has Britain Fry from uh, Hide and Go Street.
1: Oh. Yeah, baby. Nice.
0: There's actually a connection between this movie and that one that I'll talk about when okay. I talk about the production a little bit. Um, I really like this movie. Me too. I like the, like, imagery of it. I like that it's a different killer in all three movies mm-hmm. where it's essentially, like, the killer is misogyny. Yeah, man. And it's just like a different type of that guy in every in every movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of so many things that have come since. Like the rockabilly horror chases reminded me of that episode of Community where it's the zombies in ABBA. Yes. So they're running for their lives, but the ABBA music it <laughs> was weirdly effective. And then... The, the driller killer in this one reminds me of this horror book I read a long time ago by Dean Koontz. Okay. Uh, where there's detectives, and they're getting into a shootout with this guy who's exploded, like, grenades in people's houses and stuff, and he only communicates with them through Elvis song lyrics.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I but, like that, though.
1: Yeah, so, like, the, the detectives, to get a Response out of him, they have to give back an Elvis lyric, too. Hmm. It's like an extended scene, weird, but that's what it reminded me. And then, uh, Melancholia, the Lars von Trier movie.
0: I never saw that one.
1: Uh, so it's about how, like, when the world's ending, people with severe depression, because that's their everyday, they can pull it together and help other people uh, come to terms with it. And that mm. was sort of like Courtney. When when the shit hit the fan, she was the only one who was ready, and all the rest of them were caught off guard. Very true. Yeah.
0: I don't know how I feel about Courtney's character.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I like, I don't know. That's that's sort of, like, I don't know, the, the female characters in the first one, the heroines are so strong. Yeah. Especially, like, Courtney had such a personality. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they, like, flipped that based the, on her trauma, I guess. Dialed
1: but... it down, yeah. Definitely.
0: So, pretty easy six degrees of Jamie Lee mm-hmm. for this one. So, Jennifer Rhodes, who plays Mrs. Bates, um, was in Halloween as psych ward nurse, uncredited, with Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So, this movie was always intended to be a sequel, but its original name was actually Don't Let Go. <laughs> and they were much happier calling it that, but Roger Corman... Dropped the don't let go part. Um, This was also a huge factor in it being able to secure all of the product placement.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Like, he initially approached Deborah Brock, the director, by telling her he had a project for her. And he'd already sold it all over Europe just on the title alone. That's great. It didn't even have a script. So she jumped on the opportunity to kind of make whatever she wanted Mm -hmm. to do out of it. And, yeah, I, I don't have a lot about the production of this actually hey, no worries, but i do man. have like some stuff like during casting Atanas was the first person to read for the part of the driller killer and deborah brock knew right away that she wanted to cast him but she couldn't cast the first person yeah. that she saw so she made him come back three times before <laughs> he got the part
1: well that sounds familiar
0: at her audition they asked heidi kozak haddad. If she could play the drums, she couldn't, but she said her stepfather played the drums and she'd been around them her whole life. And then the casting director ended up teaching her how to play them.
1: That's so cute. Because I was like, yeah, female drummer.
0: <laughs> she also says that when she auditioned, she made the choice to do Sally as like um, an earthy SoCal surfer type, mm-hmm. including the jean cutoffs. That was all <laughs> all her. Because the original image they had in mind for Sally was an Annie Hall type.
1: Oh. But they
0: liked uh, Heidi Kozak Haddad's Steeze so much that they just let her go for it.
1: Yeah, I think it works way better this way. And then
0: they did the Annie Hall type on Amy.
1: Yeah, yeah. The tie and the first, the the first scenes. big blazers.
0: Yeah. The jean shorts are interesting too, actually, because Heidi said that um, she approached them and was like, Every day when I take these shorts off, they get shorter. That <laughs> was because the costume person, Nadine Reimers, who also was the costume um person for Hide and Go Shriek, was pranking her by pulling the threads every day to make the shorts shorter and shorter. That is
1: hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs>
0: Uh, Actually, in regards to nudity, it seems like they handled the situation on this one a little better than the original. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it was obviously going to be a requirement at some point because it's a Roger Corman movie. And as I learned, like when Mm -hmm. we talked about the first one was that was like an expectation. And in the first one, they just sort of like did it. And I think they offered uh, the girls more money if they would appear nude, which is why like Trish her top off Mm -hmm. multiple times. Um, But yeah. So in in this one, like Heidi Kozak, I guess, like really wanted the role, but she didn't really want to do the nudity. Uh, Whereas Kimberly MacArthur, who played Amy, she came in right off the bat and was like, I won't do any nude scenes because she was trying to move away from like her Playboy stuff. Okay. Um so the best they could do is get her in the bikini but Heidi Kozak like she wanted the movie so bad so Deborah Brock and her met at her apartment to see how they could make it work for her because at that point they both wanted her to be in the movie Yeah so they settled on bra with no nudity like uh Deborah Brock was essentially like what would you like to do Tasteful and she was like sexy bra
1: and respectful <laughs>
0: So, yeah, there's also a scene, I guess, where Courtney was wearing less clothes, but Crystal Bernard didn't want to do it because she was the daughter of a Baptist preacher. Mm,
1: I can understand that. She also
0: didn't want to be shown sleeping in the same bed as Matt because she didn't think the character would do it.
1: Yeah, she hadn't already.
0: So, yeah, they were looking for a girl band, too, which is how they ended up with Wednesday week Mm -hmm. because Deborah Brock like called a lot of small record companies asking about their girl bands. Mm -hmm. And then she called theirs and they were like, we know just the right people. Oh,
1: perfect. Yeah.
0: It was filmed in the summer of 1987, which was apparently very hot on a budget of around $500,000. Nice. They used all sets that had been used in other projects. Like for example, the condo was the same set that they used in the nest, which was about cockroaches. So, as a result, they apparently had to deal with a cockroach problem the whole time they were filming.
1: Ew. Ew. Yeah. That's so gross.
0: Deborah Brock does say that they had a really good time making it, though. Well, that's good. (laughs) Oh, sirens. Okay, just going to try and power through Mm because I literally have one more (laughs) point that I wanted to talk about. Let's do it. So, like I said, they had three versions of the guitar for different purposes obviously Mm -hmm. um atanas accidentally broke one um i don't know what happened to the other one but deborah brock ended up selling her guitar on ebay because she was moving and it was just like sitting in the back of her closet
1: wow yeah movie history indeed i wonder where it is now
0: who knows drilling and killing i'm sure it would be actually incredibly easy to find out maybe i should have (laughs) looked it up oh well that's fine but anyway uh i guess that's it for the episode yeah thanks for listening thank you very much if you want to follow us on social media Mm -hmm. and aren't already you can follow us on instagram at definitely first blood on twitter deaf first blood email us definitelyfirstblood at gmail.com rate review scream at us anywhere you listen to Mm -hmm. podcasts Um. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope you have a good weekend because it's Easter weekend as well. Uh, And I will try and have a good time too. Catch you later. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.